Yeah, no, he's like taller than Lloyd, and like as, this is as broad as a barn. Um, and, and like I think they have an adult voice actor doing his voice, which is extremely good. He's just like a guy. Um, and, a guy, and, also, and then in the flashback sequence, he goes up to his even bigger father, <laughs> and he's like, "Daddy." <laughs> Welcome to Mortified, the friendship quest, the podcast where two long-distance friends bounce media recommendations all in hopes the other will like it. I'm Aaron. And I'm a low-level diplomat who has to die so a little girl can go to school. And this week, we talk domestic bliss with a side of espionage when, uh, spy family. Before we try to sneak into an elite educational institution... Remember, you can help us on Mortified the Legitimacy Quest by subscribing to us on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, signing up for our monthly newsletter through the link in our show notes, or following us on Twitter and Tumblr, at MortifiedPod. Layla. Aaron. You ever think about settling down, adopting a psychic child, and using your husband as a cover for your assassinations? Um, I think about two out of three of those things all the time. I'm going to let you guess which two. Hmm. Okay. That's fair. Um, yeah, so... We are going to talk about Spy Family today. Um, do you remember why we chose this one? Nope. Me either. I think it's just because <laughs> I saw a bunch of people on Tumblr being like, oh, this is very cute. Oh, actually, Polygon recommended it as one of like um, the best animes of 2022. And that's why I, I subscribed to their newsletter. Um, and that's that how I got on my radar. Uh, and I started seeing some fan art on Tumblr that was very cute. Uh, went and watched the first two episodes, and I was like, oh, this is, like, kind of good. Uh, and that's why we're watching it uh, this week. And, you know, it was it was quick, um, but I think it was I think it was a good good sampling of uh, of why people are, you know, enamored with these characters. I mean, we watched the first season. I'm not done with the first season because I had a tummy issue uh, halfway through my binge. Um but I will be finishing the two episodes I have left. Uh, I had a great time. Yeah, no, I think I think the show is very fun um, and silly, and you know, it kind of leans into the um, absurd premise uh, in in a way that I think is 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 effective. It, it doesn't take itself too seriously. There is a plot, but like it's not the plot is not really why you're watching. It's just sort of kind of to see these characters get put in situations. Um, and I think that's kind of like exactly what I was looking for. Um, you know, after, uh, a couple weeks of, um, having to do some pretty intense, uh, you know, analysis and working through some, uh, difficult, uh, media properties. This is going to sound weird because this episode will air, uh, after our fast five episode. Um, but, uh, because we're out of out of the time loop um we've been having you know we it wasn't that long ago that we did she who became the sun uh and also we're just you know we're posting through it folks so um this was a good one i i had a lot of fun yeah um yeah so this is this is fun so we usually talk about this at the end of the episode but who knows how many of you stay to the end so we might as well talk about it now um, mm -hmm. I'm traveling for the next two weeks, so the next two episodes you'll hear, because we're dedicated and we pre-recorded, will be pre-recorded. Um, so, 
enjoy Fast Six and uh, whatever the fuck else we did. Um, uh, I think it was All Systems Red. Oh my god, that Wells. was forever ago. Holy it was shit. so long ago, yeah. Uh, so yeah, enjoy those two episodes. They're out of order. When you hear us um, in real time next, uh, I'll have been all on both coasts of the great nation of Canada and very tired. And we're going to be talking about uh, how to train your dragon. So if there is oh, a yeah. weird tonal shift, in the, <laughs> a weird continuity shift in your Mortified programming... Oh, that's why. Listen, your co-hosts may have become unstuck in time, but that doesn't mean we aren't going to get you some goddamn episodes. Um, that being said, um, do you have a preference about who does the summary? I mean, we're so out of order at this point. It's up to you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tackle it real quick. It's not super complicated. Basically, um, there's the Master of Disguise. His name is Lloyd Forger. Uh, he's like, uh, I don't know. I would say he's like in his early thirties, but he's like a, a spy for essentially, um, the West. Um, you know, I think he's, he's coded as like a CIA American. Um, and basically this is in a, in a, like a cold war proxy, but his whole deal is that he does missions. He, um, you know, and he, he infiltrates essentially the Soviet Union and, um, you know, tries to gather in- intelligence. That's his whole deal. He's a spy. Um, you know how spies go. But he's been assigned a super secret mission where he has to essentially infiltrate a private school um, and have a special meeting with uh, this one guy named Desmond, I believe. Um, and he, because Desmond is very reclusive and he only goes to these like meetings at the school, like there's no other way to meet with him. So in order to do that, uh, Lloyd uh, or Twilight takes on the identity of Lloyd Forger, um, which is a very good name for a spy. <laughs> and uh, basically what he does is that he adopts child and because he's got to get the child into the elite school. Um, this child is named Anya. Um, she is the product of, um, you know how in, uh, Stranger Things, uh, Eleven was the product of weird, like, MK Ultra Soviet Union, uh, you know, magical experiments? It's basically the same thing. Uh, Anya's a telepath, um, she can read people's minds. She's about five years old, she's very cute, um, and basically, Lloyd adopts her, takes her in, makes her, um, his daughter, and together they, um, you know, try to get into the school but lloyd also needs a wife which is where we get your your briar um who is um basically she works at like a like an office sort of deal sure, doing city, hall. city hall thank you yes that's right that's a, that's a key plot point i don't know what she actually does besides like avoid her very mean co-workers but um that's just a cover because what she actually is by night is the thorn princess who is a deadly assassin um, and if you know anything about, uh, Spy Family, it's probably the, the fan art you've seen of Yor with her, like, cool hot dress and her two, like, needles. Um, that's, that's kind of what, that's one of the big, like, images for this, this show that I think is really fun and stands out. But basically, you know, she agrees because she's like, oh man, it's so suspicious for me at the, you know, just you can just tell she's just withering away uh she's 27 and she's still single can you imagine that layla god damn you know <laughs> i think you and i both wrote down that line it's it's cruel it's a very mean and thing to say you're married and i'm famously hunting for a husband 
I say famously, don't approach me. Um, <laughs> but but uh, that one stung. That one really did. As somebody over the age of 27, it did hurt a bit. Owie Kazawi. Um, but yeah, basically, they, they get into this weird arrangement where basically they're like, okay, we're all going to pretend to be a family. Um, you know, Lloyd gets a cover. You know, he's going he's gonna to be able to do his mission. Um, Yor is able to perform her assassinations uh, without suspicion. And Anya doesn't have to live, um, you know, in a weird uh, <laughs> uh, orphanage. So it's a, it's a pretty good deal all around. Uh, and basically, the first uh, season of Spy Family is, you know, her trying to get into this academy um, succeeding, and then like the hijinks that that you know ensue afterwards with her relationships with the people at the at the academy. But um, you know that's that's basically it. Like the plot is not especially complex or or you know important. Frankly, the the plot is is far less important than than the moments that the characters have within it, which is kind of nice. I think like this is I don't know that we that slice of life is the word that I would use to describe this show. But, like, I feel like that's what it's going for. Right. So, critically, none of the three of them know what the other two's deal is. Yes. That is why they're so focused on this, like, slice of life charade. Because Lloyd doesn't know that you're as an assassin or that Anya's a telepath and so on and so forth. So, they're all like, we must keep the peace and, and not let the others find out. And... Anya knows, Anya knows both of their secrets, yeah. Because she's a telepath, and so she tries to, like, carefully intervene, and uh, that's where a lot of the hijinks also ensue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, shall we talk about Twilight, you know, mm-hmm. our, 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 you know, James Bond figure? Yeah, so we don't know his real name. We know he's Agent Twilight, and he goes by Lloyd Forger, which is just... People who name things for anime are truly... Just next level motherfuckers. I found out recently that um, the phrase Naruhodo means like, of course, like this was so clear. This is so obvious. And that is also the name of Phoenix Wright. Like that's his Japanese name is <laughs> of course. And that's really I've, good. I've been watching the stage plays, which are excellent. And uh, he, every time he says it, I laugh without fail. Um, and so whoever named him Lloyd Forger, beautiful. Thank you. Um, he's very, uh, I think he's almost coded more British than American. Like he's very, um, like that would make sense. Cause I think James Bond is James Bond British. He's gotta be. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. God. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he's modeled after, <laughs> there's a spy cartoon in, in the show. <laughs> And the main character is like Bond Man or something. Yeah, it's literally Bond Man. That's that's what they call him. So yeah, like, and this yeah, is like a giant it, metaphor for Lloyd. But like, um, yeah, he, he's very uptight. He's very highly strung, and uh, he constantly thinks that his family's gonna fail him because he's like not used to relying on other people. But at the same time, you can tell he's like quite enjoying playing the like doting father. It's like, he's he's. I think you wrote. Um, He's super committed to being a wife guy for no fucking reason. Yeah, exactly. He he is a method actor at that, and I'll I respect that. Um, I think you know he he annoys me at some points because he really does demand a lot of Anya. 
um, and that he like you know is pushing her to study very hard and you know really needs her to to basically do everything for him to get into this university because that's his job that's his mission you know world peace depends on it or whatever um but you know aside from those like plot contrivances i do think he's a very funny character right like he he is this hyper competent uh, spy you know there's the, there's a point where like he um he has to like rush to a dinner party because um you know this is right before he and yor get married um and he's like oh i gotta i gotta go to this party and he's like okay there's uh, like you know 40 of these henchmen i can't even waste you know one second on each of or 10 seconds on each of them and there's just like a montage of him like obliterating all these dudes uh you know they're like getting, flinging themselves at him and he's like kicking their asses left and right and it's like you know maybe a 15 second clip and then he like runs over to the dinner party and he's just covered in blood uh and he's just like i'm so sorry i was late i'm uh psychiatrist looks around to make sure everybody agrees yeah and my patient was having an episode yeah that you believe that shit you fucking idiots all right great um and like that's kind of the tone of this like lloyd is astonishingly the straight man here um because like both your and anya anya's a kid and your is like kind of a dummy um but like i i do love that he is trying to like play everything serious um and sincere and he's also like a completely like you know, he, he's a guy who's, you know, he was also an orphan. He was raised by this, like, spy agency. So, like, he's also extremely fucked up and not normal. Um, and he just doesn't realize it. Yeah, I mean, like, I do appreciate that he commits to the bit, though. He's great. Um, <laughs> he, I think, like, you meet him and Anya before you meet Yor. And they're both just such spectacular dummy weirdos. Um, anytime Anya's like, she's like, I want to live in a castle. He's like, I'll see if there's one listed. <laughs> he just <laughs> blindly agrees. Um, I think he's spectacular. Um, I would absolutely marry him 10 out of 10. Great job. Fantastic. He's character. great. Shall we talk about, uh, Mrs. Forger, uh, the Thorn Princess, Yor? Oh, I would marry her as well in a heartbeat. No questions asked. What a spectacular little weirdo. Um, truly has no idea what's going on around her. Just trying to kill people and uh, not make trouble at work. Go <laughs> queen. Yeah, yeah. I think your your and Anya are my favorite. I think your just because she's like a hot assassin. Um, you know, I like her character a lot. Um, but also like it's very funny that she's not like a femme fatale because being a femme fatale like has a certain like you know air and level of like understanding and and deception, right? Yor is like mostly completely guileless, except for the fact that she is hiding her, you know, murder job, right? But aside from all that, she's like completely straightforward and and like like willing to like she's like very interested and invested in making sure that Anya feels like she's actually her mom. Um, and she's also very stupid in that like she cannot help Anya with homework. Like she doesn't know anything about math. Um, like <laughs> she has to tell a lie to her brother at one point. Where because like basically you know when they Lloyd and Yor got married super quickly she told everybody they'd actually been married a year, uh, and when his brother her brother's like why didn't you tell me she's just like I forgot, uh, <laughs> and then Lloyd's like we're fucked we're fucked I can't believe she said that and then her brother who's also an idiot is like well I guess that makes sense big sister <laughs> and he's just like God these people are just they're so they're so dumb but I love them so much yeah yours uh. great my. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I like that she always just, like, jumps to violence no matter what happens. There's uh, one point where 
an old lady gets robbed and she just descends about nine stories from a park bench to, you know, go fuck up the, the thief. And, um, it's just incredible because all of these characters are complete weirdos that take each other completely seriously. And Mm -hmm. they don't really notice the fact that the other one, any of the other three are freak bitches. Like sometimes (laughs) Lloyd is like, yeah, sometimes Anya will say stuff and, it's almost like she knows exactly what you're thinking. Kids are so <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very and like whenever um like somebody like there, there's often times where some something unexpected will happen and yours like lightning reflexes will respond or like somebody will like uh you know try to to get Anya and she'll just like obliterate them with a single kick. Uh and Lloyd's just like, "Well, you're really athletic." Uh, like, <laughs> what is she she says she does self-defense and yoga. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah it's great um my, my biggest complaint with the show overall is that your does not get a whole lot of time no i need um, her to I, do i need more screen time for her yes I, I i am very interested in her assassin backstory i like you know i w- i wish they gave as much time to yours like weird um you know murder hierarchy job as they did to lloyd's you know spy missions right i want to know what her agency is like i want the you know mr and mrs smith version of this where where we get much more backstory about your uh she's great um we do get a bit with her brother yori i don't know if we want to dig into him now or save him for a talking point um, I mean, let's. I think all I want to say for now is that, uh, like brother, like sister, they are both completely stupid and completely unhinged. Yes, they're 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 all insane people. Um, the you know, arguably the only uh, normal one is is Anya. Um, you know, how how do we feel about Anya? I would raise a thousand countries for her. What a what a what a babe. She is so cute. She's just like a, a dumb little kid, but also, you know, she has psychic powers. So she she acts the way that you would expect like a, a pretty smart, you know, five-year-old with psychic powers to do. Like she's like, okay, I, I need to help Papa. So in order to do that, uh, I see that he he's like really worried about finding a wife. So like when Yor walks in and she's like, oh man, that guy's, you know, I wonder if I could just talk to, invite this guy to, to the, you know, party uh, on Saturday. Um, but then he's like, oh no, he, she, he has a child. Uh, I I don't want to get murdered by his wife over this. Um, so what Anya does is she (laughs) stands in the middle of the shop they're in and hugs herself and says, oh, I am so lonely. I long for a mother. Uh, (laughs) and then Lloyd's like, what are you doing child? Uh, and then like, of course that's how they, you know, they get together. Um, and it's just really funny because she's able to manipulate people with her psychic powers in the funniest ways possible. Right. Well, I mean, it also, I do also like that the, there's like a built-in weakness, which is she gets really overwhelmed in crowds. She knows mm-hmm. what everyone's thinking. Um, but I also love her cause she, um, she wants to be just like her mom. She wants to do big kick and big punch all the time. <laughs> yes, 100%. And so now you have this little girl who is psychic, um, who is just trying to do her best at school to help with her papa's mission. But also all the kids around her are dipshit little idiot rich kids. And so there's just so much opportunity for her to do violence. We'll talk about the dodgeball episode because it's an incredible piece of filmmaking. But um, um, the first time she ever meets the Damien kid, the second son... She does deck him and send him flying into a mm-hmm. wall, and I love mm-hmm. her, and she's the best. 
she kicks ass uh anya for president um do we know oh, shout about- out a real oh. quick shout out to um i was at a birthday party for my friend's mom my childhood friend's mom a couple of weekends ago shout out to the little girl who showed up in full anya forger cosplay to this birthday party um with mostly adults and a couple other kids uh i love her i would kill for her and uh congratulations on your bravery um this she was, was very happy when little... i knew who she was huh mm-hmm. wild okay i guess i'm glad that kid has taste um okay. <clears throat> do we want to talk about does uh damien desmond at all the the second son I mean, he has a giant crush on Anya, and I think it's very funny. Yeah, after he after she punches him, he's like, "I'm in love with this girl, and I hate it so much," which is very good. Um, you know, he he is he ties into the plot, right? The the main thing is that like, you know, uh, Lloyd is like, "Hey, you have to be friends with this guy, so that way, you know, when he invites you over to his house, I can talk to his dad," and like that's that's very important. But like, you know, beyond that, you know, he's he's just kind of like an annoying rich kid. The, you know, of of that type. Uh, he's got some weird lackeys, which are funny, and, you know, they're just goofballs. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, completely fine. Um, I'm sure we'll get more of them in season two, which is uh, yes. airing in October. Yeah. Um, and then I think probably the last character we really need to talk about is um, Headmaster uh, Harry Henderson. Uh, what do you think about Headmaster Henderson? I think he reminds me of my mom, not in execution, but in concept. Excuse me? I mean, that's just how I was raised, right? All about appearances, and you have to be elegant all the time, and you read way too much into others' actions, and there's these, like, weird, superfluous social tests all the time. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I guess... (laughs) So the the way we're introduced to this man is when they're like walking into the academy to take like the the entry exams to um you know show to, to make sure that Anya is like available to to actually enter this elite school and like they they notice that they're being graded as soon as they're walking onto the campus grounds so like Lloyd tells the other two like hey there's people watching us and like we get you know the cut from them to saying that to Henderson um you know watching them from the windows and like taking notes on them and being like oh well they're gonna they're no none of these people are, are elegant at all they're just you know completely you know common you know uh people that with no appreciation or understanding of uh the, the values we have here at Eden College um so then um like they're they they have one of the older students like sit in a um like a sewer drain uh and they're just like okay how are you gonna handle this because like if you um if you rescue him your clothes will get all dirty uh and that'll be you know that that's not elegant but if you leave him you know that's not elegant either what are you gonna do um so uh lloyd you know pulls him out with his spy strength and in one single you know pull and he gets his clothes dirty uh and henderson's like oh i've got you now forger um but then they go they go just go and they're like oh okay well we had to change of clothes so this is fine um and then he's like how okay all right they're really prepared maybe they can do this and then um 
all the animals in the school's menagerie get let out, uh, including an ostrich and, I believe, a rhinoceros. Uh, <laughs> and the way that they stop that is... Um, or no, I think it's a bull. It's a very large bull. Um, but your... Um, does the fucking gentle fist style from Naruto <laughs> deactivates its chakra points and knocks it out. Um, There's and then, a couple of Naruto references. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and, um, like, he's just like, wait, uh, hold on. That wasn't even part of the test. That's just an accident that happened. How did they do this? Uh, and he's like, well, they still don't have any nice clothes. And they're just, he, he came down to thank them. And he's like, they're actually like, no, actually we bought a third set of clothes. And he's just like, ah, <coughs> they're so elegant. <laughs> um, he's very funny. Um, in the final test, there's a guy who's like, just starts talking shit about Yor because the story is that Yor is uh, Lloyd's second wife. And he's just like, oh, well, I guess like your daughter prefers her, her first mom more. Um, and then Lloyd, you know, very narrowly stops himself from decking this guy. But then uh, Henderson like looks back at this guy and then does deck him, which is very good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I love, I love this guy. I love this weird old dude. <laughs> He is, yeah, he keeps trying to cover for Anya all the time, because uh, I think he's just fascinated by this weird family, but um, he's great. I'm obsessed with him, and I hope we get to see much, much more of him um, in season two. Mm-hmm. So our talking points are, are two specific episodes. Um, we'll start with the most, God's most expensive filler. <sighs> So this is a wild episode, right? This is right after they, they've proven that Anya is able to get into the college. And they're just like, great, you know, Anya, you've passed. I'm so proud of you. What do you want to celebrate? Um, and then Anya's like, I want to go to a castle. And the whole rest of the episode, which is like, you know, the first you know, maybe, maybe seven minutes of it are, you know, figuring out whether or not they, she got in. The rest of the episode is just an extended bit where they do a fucking LARP of uh, Bond Man, her TV show. Uh, you know, uh, Lloyd has this assistant guy, his his supply guy, um, you know, pretend to be a bad guy and, you know, kidnap Anya. And they go through this castle and basically, you know, they, they hire a bunch of CIA agents to, to play as henchmen. And they're all like throwing, you know, rubber balls at Lloyd. And he has to pretend to be Lloyd Man and rescue Anya. And... It doesn't contribute to the narrative at all, um, but it is very fun. <laughs> it is a delightful time. So, like, he goes through all these obstacles. Mind you, he's so embarrassed the whole time. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to do this. Do I really have to role play this weird TV show for this child? And he keeps convincing himself that it's for the good of the mission. But, like, obviously, he's doing it to make his daughter happy. There is mm-hmm. one scene where he and Yor have to fight about it. It's real good. I want to see them fight more. It's pretty hot. Yes. No, it's extremely sexy. Um, Yor is very drunk and she's just kind of like there. She doesn't, Yor does not question at all why the entire, you know, MI6 rolled up and has just started doing cosplay in this, you know, German castle, but whatever. Um, But, but she does, you know, she is just like, yeah, no, I'll fight Lloyd. Why the fuck not? Um, And she does like cut his face with her, you know, she does the anime thing where she leaves like a slashing injury with, um, you know, a blunt attack, which is very fun. Um, and then she, you know, immediately falls over because she's been drinking too much and just falls asleep. It's very good. But for one second, Lloyd is like, I am going to die here. I know. And my favorite thing that the is that the MI6 agents also don't question it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they all roll up and Lloyd does like a like a little 
a Morse code thing to be like, don't ask any questions. This is for the good of Mission Strix. Just mm-hmm. fucking roll with it. Whatever Frankie tells you to do, you just do that. And, you mm-hmm. know, Frankie's like, you gotta be the villains. And they all, like, cosplay, you know, bad guys with fucking, you mm-hmm. know, balaclavas with the uh, fucking eye holes cut out. And yep, yep. each and every single one of them is, like, so horny for the opportunity to go up against Agent Twilight. And by yeah. the time he, like, rescues Anya, they're all overwhelmed with emotion and just crying. <laughs> It's really, really good. Really good. Like I don't know why they they did this episode. Like, it doesn't seem necessary in any way. I don't know that we got any character development except for maybe like Lloyd is is you know willing to do stupid stuff for his daughter. But like it is a strange choice. I think I'm not sure. I I, I don't know if this is because this is based on a manga. I don't know if this is a thing that happened in the manga. I would be surprised if it was. Um, but like, do you know why they would make this choice, Layla? I feel like, I feel like I know why they would make this choice, which is just that it was fun. What I don't understand is why they put so much fucking money into it. There was like new props, a blimp, an action sequence, a whole castle, VFX, like the whole thing was unhinged and expensive. Um, yeah, like as close as this show gets to Sakuga, which is very, a very strange choice. Yeah, truly. Uh, I did love it, though. Uh, speaking of strange choices, episode 10, um, the Dodgeball episode. The Dodgeball episode fucking owned. That, I think that is the best episode of this show. Um, it's it's oh, so down. good. Hands down. Um, so basically, right, Anya... Anya, in order to get uh, the you know the special meeting with the special with the second son's dad or whatever, right? Anya needs to get eight stars, um, and if she gets eight stars, she can become a special honor student or you know a, a, what did they call it like a Twilight Imperium scholar it's just or some an shit. Imperium student, yeah. Okay, that sorry, Imperial Twilight scholar. Imperium's a Warhammer thing, <laughs> but like, yeah. Um, but basically, she's so they hear this rumor that like if you become the MVP of the dodgeball game, you get a star. Um, so that way, Anya is very you know motivated to do this and you know wants to compete. So she asks Yor to give her a training montage, which she does, uh, which is really really good. Um, and then they have this whole big like dodgeball sequence against the other class, and like she and. Um, Damien are on the same team, but they're both competing to be MP- MVP to be, you know, to get the star. Um, and it's maybe it's maybe my favorite dodgeball sequence of any media. Yeah, I mean, there are so their opponent is Bill Waters. <laughs> Parentheses <laughs> six. <laughs> the show has to clarify that he's six years old because he, he looks and talks like a grown man. <laughs> yeah no he's like taller than lloyd and like this is as broad as a barn um and and, like i think they have an adult voice actor doing his voice which is extremely good he's just like a guy um a guy and and then in the flashback sequence he goes up to his even bigger father (laughs) and he's like daddy (laughs) it's so fucking funny um but yeah the whole episode is just this this kid just like obliterating these children um because he's of course so much stronger than them uh and this is where it's it's just a really fun episode because like damien and his like idiot lackeys try to fight him back and they're just like oh well we did some training montages you know we 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 were ready for this and like it cuts to 
Um, it has two different Dragon Ball Z references. The first is like they are climbing up this like jagged rock like desert in the right. desert where Goku fights Vegeta, um, which is a classic anime, um, you know, landscape. Um, and then the second one um, is on the planet Namek, <laughs> where like he's like pretending to hold back an energy blast, but it's really just him like training to catch a ball. Um, but it's so good. And it's so funny that they made that those little jokes like it's this is a show for and by weebs. Yeah, well, I mean, and then not to mention, uh, they do some shadow clone truths and shit. <laughs> They literally call this attack the shadow clone <laughs> technique, which is really stupid and fun. Um, and then um, fucking Bill Waters counters with his own shadow clone attack, in which case um, one of uh, one of Damien's friends jumps in front of the ball to save him and looks like so happy as he dies. Um, and then Damien, of just... course, jumps in front of Anya. Uh, mm-hmm. she says like your death won't be in vain and he's like I'm not dead <laughs> I'm- <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, that episode ends with her trying to do this special attack she learned from Yor like which Yor called like you know or Anya calls like her, her shining star arrow or some shit um, and when Yor does it you know it's like it's like a you know an energy blast that, that tears through the forest um, Anya does it it looks really cool, but she does throw it into the ground, so it just sort of bounces up, uh, and then uh, Bill Waters catches catches the ball and then hits her in the head, and, it's, and the game is over. I think, yeah, this show works best when it has characters take very stupid situations very seriously. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, this- I think that's... Yeah, I, I mean, like, that's... Right, that's kind of the whole point of, of I think that's a very effective comedic tool is just to be like, this is an absurd thing and we are just going to take it completely seriously um, and the, the humor will come from, you know, the audience recognizing how not serious this is um, and, you know, us you know us treating a game of dodgeball like, like it's, you know, fucking Saving Private Ryan, like, that'll be funny for you. But also, like, if you've ever been a child who's played dodgeball or watched children play dodgeball, that's just how it is right <laughs> that's just people are fucking dying people are you know flopping on the ground uh people are jumping in front of of their friends it's it's good dodgeball's great i mean that's how we used to i remember when we used to play dodgeball in like elementary school i remember like getting everyone into a huddle and being like guys we have to switch names they can't know what we're throwing the ball when we shout each other's names so we like switch names and we won the fucking game um hell yeah <laughs> fucking that's some psyops shit yeah, yeah we were running full full psyops in second information grade. warfare over here yeah I, hey they said world war three was gonna be a war of information so mm-hmm. here we are um but yeah it's uh i it just truly like i think starting off with bill waters parenthesis six and then just only escalating <laughs> from there was the best possible move i had a great time watching that episode no, it's it's really really good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it's just just a great show. I think very fun. Yeah, so we do still need to talk about um, Yuri. Uh so Yuri, hmm, Yuri is yours brother. He's a couple years younger than her, um, and he is a uh, part of the KGB. <laughs> 
uh he's a he's a he's a torturer is his whole deal um and he's you know tasked with trying to hunt down twilight um he's also fucking weird about his sister yeah he wants to marry his sister that is explicit in the text Mm -hmm. and he has a ton of pictures of her in his locker and he's weird about her like almost kissing <laughs> Lloyd. He, he demands, he's like, y'all, y'all don't act like a married couple. I demand that you kiss right in front of me right now. A normal thing that all siblings say to each other. Uh, and that, you know, an older sitting sibling would comply with. That's a normal response to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would 100% do whatever my little brother uh, told me. If he so mm -hmm. much as suspected that I was in a weird fake marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this is especially weird because all older siblings are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but like, yeah, there's <sighs> Yuri's very funny, um, but I think he's a fucking weirdo and I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him either. I do. OK, so what I do like is that um, Lloyd has already caught on to him. Yeah, because he's using like a textbook cover story for like where he went, how, where he got wine, et cetera, et cetera. And Lloyd's like, mm -mm, I've read this manual. Absolutely not. This wine's more expensive than you say it is. You haven't actually been there. This guy's not alive anymore. And uh, I think that that listen, I think plot wise, Yuri is great, right? It sets up a nice tension. They have to figure out that like your has no idea what he does all day. Um, and, you know, he's also a freak weirdo, which is a great add to this like freak weirdo cast. But God, did we need this? We did not. There's, listen, in every anime, there's got to be that one thing that's like, oh, oh, you were doing so well. Ah, why'd you introduce this weird element? Yeah, and this is, I think this is the weird element. Um, I like the weird secret police shit. I like that the siblings are both kind of weird little freak bitches. Um, I even like that they care about each other a lot. Um, I could do without the whole sister. I think I think the funniest part of that flashback wasn't even the fact that he was like, sister, someday I'm going to marry you. Because sometimes little kids say like, weird shit, especially traumatized little kids mm -hmm. that grow up with no parents. So, you know, but that's when you correct them and you go, that's not how or why marriage works. Um, but yours is just like, guess I got to wait, ma'am. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Um. Uh, no. You don't. It's not. We don't need to be encouraging our young men to think like that. That's. It's. It's a bad road. You don't want to walk down that dark road. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. I think he is. He is effective in in the ways that he is. He is deployed. But like, I just wish they hadn't introduced that element. Um. You know. I wish that they had cut hit you know him or like at least you know cut cut some of him and made more room for for yours assassin shenanigans exactly um i think that is that is the one stain on an otherwise pretty pretty good time yeah yeah so there is one more thing i wanted to ask about spy family uh-huh <laughs> Um, so because I saw, I was introduced to this show on Tumblr, I, I got a couple of, you know, my people that I follow on Tumblr talking about how, you know, this show, you know, really portrays, you know, domestic life, you know, ha having an office job and a kid, you know, a family as like kind of a fun, nice thing to do, even if it's a little bit silly and there's like some other stuff going on. Uh, and the, there is a, a fear that, um, you know, 
former, now deceased, uh, <laughs> Prime Minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, might be behind this anime in an effort to try to convince the population to, to have more kids. Okay, so I cannot tell if the Shinzo Abe thing is like a meme, a rumor, like a flat Tumblr lie or not. But here's the thing. It is such a harmless lie that I am willing to integrate it into my belief system, no fucking questions asked. So here's the thing about Shinzo Abe and birth rates is that that's 100% true. <laughs> um, I am going to read the <laughs> know your meme thing. Um, basically, his whole deal is that... <laughs> um, uh, listen, he's a fucking bad dude. He has some extremely bad politics. You know, he's a... Hmm, you know, I'm not I'm not happy about <laughs> his, his politics. Uh, but like... Um, he, he is, you know, publicly blamed, um, young people in Japan for being uninterested in sex. Um, and, you know, he, 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 you know, as a right-wing politician, right, he, he has a bad, he had, I guess, a bad understanding of our, you know, relationship with how, how people were, you know, how many people were giving birth um and <laughs> tumblr just sort of took that and run with it and um you know what? it's good it's a good meme <laughs> right well i know that i know that the birth rate thing is accurate but the the whole okay. like was he sponsoring like an anime about it thing uh but again it's it's fine i'm just gonna believe that that's true and given that i now believe that that's true i mean i, I would sponsor this to get my my uh people to fuck yes yes and that kind of leads me into our marketing minute which is um if you were um assumed to be assassinated prime minister of a country that needed to increase um your country's falling birth rates uh you know what do you what kind of wholesome or maybe not so wholesome you know what ideas do you have to convince people that um <laughs> it's important to procreate for the good of your nation well, here's the thing. We've seen the way this country has been going the last mm, seven years. Um, mm -hmm. I would start a cult is the thing, um, because that seems to be the best way to get people to do things around here. You just start a cult of personality. Um, and I think that as part of that cult, um, we would need some sort of um, media property a la, I'm trying to think of like what's a good propaganda show. But I, I read a Twitter thread at some point where like if, uh, J.P. Brammer, the writer, can at this point walk into a coffee shop and tell what kind of Christian denomination has sponsored the coffee shop just based on the vibe of the music. Uh, because oh, apparently no. a lot of coffee shops are uh, affiliated with like weird churches. Um, again, something I'm not willing, going to bother to question and, and I'm just going to integrate into my, you know, my belief system. So therefore I think that my uh, pro fucking cult is going to need to start a chain of mm, maybe coffee shops, maybe burger joints. I got to figure out what my client, what my like target demo is. And then I do think that we need just like the horniest, like religious cult music we possibly could muster. So I think mm -hmm. I need a cult and a record label. Um, just making horny pro family jams. 
Listen, you know, we do this marketing minute to prove our competence to uh, Disney that we would be great executives at their corporation. And Disney has a long history of putting uh, pro-fucking music subliminal messages into their their music. So I think that's a great, great pitch, Layla. I think the, the folks up at Disney are going to love that one. Thanks. Um, what about you? I think I would just do the easy route and be like, well, you know who loves not using birth control? Catholics. Uh, and then I would make an anime about the lives of the saints or perhaps um, some sort of quest to collect holy relics. Uh, and it would just be chock full of anti um, birth control uh, propaganda, which, you know, I don't think we're that far out considering, um, we are already getting, uh, extremely anti-abortion, uh, what's that show? Zootopia comics. So, you know, (laughs) don't make me put that in the show notes now that you've referenced it. Don't, no, don't, do you do not have to put that in the show notes? Nobody go look it up. Y'all don't need to know about that. If you know, you fucking know. Uh, (laughs) The problem is that the art is good. The art is extremely good. Is the is the problem? It's the problem is that the art is good. Anyway, I'm sorry. Why did you? Do anyway, that? yeah. <laughs> well, my, uh, when we're not ruining uh, the internet for each other, <laughs> Layla, where can we be found uh, online? Uh, so you can find me at leylses on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be away for a couple of weeks in Vancouver and then Montreal. So uh, look up. Uh, look out for some travel pics here and there. Um, and then otherwise I write and draw sometimes. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AaronSXL, where I tweet about tabletop RPGs, health policy, and writing. Um, I also do YouTube tabletop RPG reviews. So hopefully this Friday... I'll have a video out about Anamnesis that will heavily involve talking about the plot of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Um, don't know if that essay is going to be good, but it might be interesting. So check that out. Um, I also do another show that's at the Bible Boys. Um, that show is on hiatus because um, my co-hosts have extremely hectic lives currently. So um, hopefully we'll be getting back on on track here in a couple weeks. Uh, but until then, you can listen to an interview I did with um, Holy Happy Hour that um, uh, I had a really good time uh, with with Ben there. And I talked about Bible Boys and I talked about religion and Left Behind. And it was a, a really good time. I will uh, ha- ask Layla to put this in the show notes um, so you can check out that interview on YouTube if that's something you're interested in. I listened um, to it. It's good. It's very engaging. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that you listened to it. Uh, it's, it I had a good time. It was, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, uh, our theme song is obviously by Keshko from the album Filmmakers Reference Kit Volume 2. You can find more of their music at keshko.bandcap.com. Layla, you know, I think this has been a, a good episode, but I think it's it's time to say goodbye. No, please don't get rid of me. I'm a good bargain. <laughs> Great. Good. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Sort of. <laughs> in a, yeah, in a way. <laughs> <laughs>